All right, welcome into the first edition of the Kerry Crowley Show. 32 games left in the San Francisco Giants season, and today, Monday, a pivotal day in this 2023 campaign. Yes, the young left-hander Kyle Harrison making his Oracle Park debut. It is a highly anticipated debut, particularly after his Major League debut came just last week against the Philadelphia Phillies at Citizens Bank Park, where Harrison goes three and a third innings, five strikeouts, Two runs allowed, both coming on that Bryce Harper home run. Hey, not a bad way to break into the big leagues, but the Giants need Kyle Harrison to come up big on Monday night. And so I kind of want to run through where Harrison is at his development process, what I'm looking for in Monday night start against a Cincinnati Reds team that is also fighting for one of those National League wildcard spots with the San Francisco Giants, and why the Giants are going to need to count on Kyle Harrison down the stretch. They don't just need him to be breaking into the rotation and hoping that he shows signs of development for the 2024 season, they need to count on Kyle Harrison to get big outs and consistently produce for them throughout the month of September. And hey, September starts a little early. The Giants have lost seven consecutive series. It has been a rough go of it throughout the month of August. So there's a lot to get to with regard to the Giants, with regard to Kyle Harrison, and it all starts on Monday night against the Cincinnati Reds at home. And so After last week's start, there's a few things that I'm very curious to see from Kyle Harrison. One, how does he fare against left-handed hitters? Yes, the Philadelphia Phillies recorded five hits against Harrison and all of them came off the bats of left-handers. Now, there was some inclination on Twitter to suggest that he may have been tipping his pitches. That might have been true. Have the Giants and have Harrison fixed a way or figured out a way to fix that tip if indeed it was there or Does Harrison just need a little more work against lefties because he is someone who relied so heavily on just two pitches in his first outing? It was just really that fastball slurve combination. He's someone who is a three-pitch pitcher, as most starting pitchers are. We did not see the changeup a whole lot during that outing. And so I'm really curious against the Reds. Does he mix in the changeup? We know that it's not yet a plus pitch for him. But if you want to succeed at the major league level, if you want to go through an order more than just once, which I think the the Giants need Kyle Harrison to do against against the Cincinnati Reds, you've got to mix in a third pitch. That changeup has to be reliable for him. And so how does he fare against lefties? How does he mix in the changeup? And then kind of the third thing that I'm watching for with Kyle Harrison is how does he handle the adversity that he will undoubtedly face? And that could look different against the Cincinnati Reds compared to how it looked against the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, Bryce Harper obviously hit the early home run. Harrison settles in after that, does a nice job to limit the damage. The Cincinnati Reds are a team that up and down the order can put you through a gauntlet if they get on base. Ellie De La Cruz, of course, the tone setter with how he runs the bases, but there are a number of different Reds players who like to run wild on the bases. And when you're a major league pitcher just settling, and I've talked to a number of them who say, hey, it's throwing strikes that you're worried about so much that oftentimes paying attention to base runners can become secondary when you first make that jump from AAA to the big league. So it's going to be very important that Kyle Harrison is able to do that successfully on Monday against the Cincinnati Reds. And so There's a number of different things that I'm also watching for with regard to Harrison and how he kind of fits into this Giants equation over the final 32 games of the season. It's a Giants rotation that has used really just two starting pitchers for the majority of the year. Yes, you could count Ross Tripling as a third, but he's been on and off the injured list and he's given them starter innings when he's been healthy, even though he's often pitched behind an opener in that kind of a role. Anthony DiSclefani not healthy this year. The Giants didn't get Alex Wood to the point where they were able to rely on him consistently. And Sean Mania, basically, from the outset of the season, we knew that he was not going to work in the rotation. He's fared better of late out of the bullpen, but not quite as good as he fared coming out of the All-Star game. So you really can't rely on him for more than about 10 to 12 
outs in an outing right now. I think the Giants absolutely need Kyle Harrison to prove that he can get anywhere from 12 to 15 outs in an outing right now. That's four to five innings. This is a bullpen that has been taxed in a major way over the last few months. Kyle Harrison offers some hope, offers some relief to that group. And so we know the Giants have struggled to develop homegrown talent through the years. There's a ton of expectations sitting on this kid's shoulder. The left-hander out of De La Salle, Concord, and really looking forward to see how he handles that because there's been other pitchers to come up through the organization over the last decade or so with high expectations that come with being a first or second round draft pick, whether it be Tyler Beatty, Chris Stratton, Andrew Suarez, Kyle Crick, and yet none of those pitchers have materialized into big-time starters for the San Francisco Giants. Of course, they've got the great development story of Logan Webb, fourth-round pick, kind of a Dick Tidrow guy uh, who was taken in the 2014 draft, had Tommy John surgery in the minors. It took him a while, but Logan Webb, I think we can all agree, is a bona fide star, even if ESPN doesn't recognize him as such. So really looking forward to see how Kyle Harrison manages and handles the expectations, particularly at home, because it's one thing to be on the road breaking in in a hostile environment in Citizens Bank Park. It's another to have all of your family and friends in attendance and a fan base that has absolutely understood what Kyle Harrison has meant to this franchise since Farhan Zaidi and Michael Holmes built the 2020 draft around Harrison, who was a third-round pick. Giants got him to forego that decision to attend UCLA, to come into their minor league system, develop, and now he's got the highest expectations of any pitcher, basically, to come through this farm system since Madison Bumgarner. You go back to the days of Matt Cain, Tim Linscombe, all those highly anticipated debuts that the Giants had, and really, it's important that Harrison breaks in and has success because this is a Giants team that, if you look ahead at the month of September— does not have a lot of margin for error right now. In fact, they lost that margin for error throughout the month of August with all these disappointing series losses. And yes, the schedule was incredibly difficult. I don't know that you could expect the Giants to take more than two out of six games against the Atlanta Braves, but you sure would have liked them to pick up one of those games along the way, maybe against the Phillies. You certainly didn't want to start the month with back-to-back losses against the Oakland A's at the Coliseum, a series loss against an Angels team that is fallen completely out of that AL wildcard race. And so the Giants need Harrison to really lock down a spot in this rotation. And you look at this team going into Monday night's game, 67 and 63, 32 games to go. What will it take to get into one of those final wild card spots? 85 wins. At that point, you're looking at an 18 and 14 record, uh, maybe 86 wins. At that point, you're looking at the Giants going 19 and 13. And these are not easy, easy teams that they've got on their schedule down the stretch. Yes, seven of your final 32 are against the Colorado Rockies, but every other team on that schedule can win games, including the San Diego Padres, who just had a horrid year in San Diego completely underwhelmed relative to expectations, the expectations they came into this 2023 season with. But nevertheless, that's an offense that has Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts. They are not a cakewalk and don't expect them to be when the Giants face off with them. And so another reason the Giants need Kyle Harrison to perform, to pick this team up and really to get more than 10, 12 outs on Monday night against the Cincinnati Reds is you look at the upcoming schedule and the Giants don't have an off day until not this Thursday, but next Thursday. So you've got series against the Reds, the Padres, the Cubs, 10 in a row, all against teams. They're kind of fighting for their lives right now. The Padres, all math says that they're out of it, but they are not treating things like they're out of it right now. So 
One final thing to keep in mind ahead of Kyle Harrison's start, I think obviously the expectations and just what he means to the Giants organization, what he means to this team in the midst of a playoff race are already big, but keep in mind that he's going up against another rookie left-hander in Andrew Abbott, who's been quite successful for the Cincinnati Reds, an anchor in that rotation this season. Ever since he, he came up, he has provided Cincinnati with hope, belief that it can be one of the teams to lock down one of the final two wildcard berths in the National League. I am of the belief that the Phillies will take that first berth, the Chicago Cubs position well, which would mean Giants, the Reds, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, even all positioning for those second and third wildcard spots and a lot riding on the expectations for Kyle Harrison. Can he deliver down the stretch? Can he be the young prospect who morphs into a star in front of our eyes in the month of September? It all starts August 28th against the Cincinnati Reds. I can't wait for Kyle Harrison's home debut. We'll be watching so many things closely and hope to have many more episodes of The Kerry Crowley Show here on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts coming up soon.